0: Asalaamu alaikum everybody and welcome back to the TBMG podcast.
1: Welcome to the TBMG podcast. You know, I don't like doing it anymore. I don't like doing it anymore, you know.
0: Alright then we can change it up to something else.
1: No, it's because you know before, like you, you you like you never used to expect it coming, but now you you do. It's like you say alaykum, everyone. Welcome back to the TBMD podcast. Like you you, it's like you anticipate it. It's not fun anymore. Okay, I'm I sorry. Liked when, I liked it when you didn't know what was going on, and you would say,
2: "Oh, I always forget when you're gonna do that." Hmm. There's a I song so.
0: that I keep th- wanting to sing every time you guys say your bits, and it's like, um, uh. I can't remember it now. Okay, that was just a waste of time. I forgot (laughs)
2: this. What? (laughs) Hey, how did you get here?
0: It's one of those um, like say he's another only one. He has no daughters, no uh uh-uh, no sons, he has no parents, no daughters, no sons, nobody's like him, and he's
1: like no one.
3: Say you are
1: the only one. I used to listen to that when I was a kid. Did you have the red book that went with it? I don't remember a red but book? To to Yeah,
0: there was a the whole I'm sure I have it downstairs. It's like this Um, red book. And it was, it's Yusuf Islam,
1: isn't it? You know what? I don't know. I actually don't know who it is. Oh my days, do you know another favour? That is for Allah, nothing but Allah. That is for the beginning of peace. No, you you guys sang this last time. No, we didn't. That's not what we sang last time. Last time, actually, if you want to know what... No, wait, maybe that was what we sang last time. No, it wasn't. We sang something else.
3: Was oh, it? of these are
1: Ramadan, 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 in Dul Haqqa and Dul These are of Islam. <doo-tar-teddar-teddar-t> <batik. ixe Cold đây>
0: You're getting real um, deep with those pronunciations. The <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: you kh. Know when, when I tell someone my name and I'm like, they're like oh, what's your name? It's, it's always Muslims anyway. And I'm like Khadija. And they have the cheat to go to me. No, not Khadija. Khadija. <laughs> okay.
3: <No. laughs> that reminds me of white people when they see Ahmed and they go, Ahmed, I think, yeah. where did the oh kh- come from?
0: No, it's. I used to work with a guy named Ahmed, and like he would go around saying his name was Ahmed. So one day I had to go up to him and I said, you know what, I can't be calling you Ahmed because that doesn't, that's not that's not your name. It's Ahmed. I'm not Ahmed. But I sound okay. like the Belen because I'm saying Ahmed and everyone else is saying Ahmed.
1: And they just accept it. Yeah, it's so true, you know, how we've actually become accustomed to just saying Ahmed. Instead yeah. Because it actually is an Ahmed. How do you guys good. pronounce the it name
0: Ibra- okay because i pronounce it like you know, I- okay but i think most people say ibrahim yeah is that what you guys say you mm. say
1: ibrahim i have two pronunciations
0: because i say ibrahim
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, think it's, I say ibrahim no not ibrahim i say ibrahim um or ibrahim but i think it's dependent on who it is for mm. some reason now that i'm thinking about it because i know that there's some people that actually go by ibrahim so i yeah. call Ibrahim, and then um ibrahim but i kind of like um ibrahim i think it's because i've been saying it a lot more because yeah. i around but i yeah i
3: feel like if i'm around somalis i say ibrahim oh do you guys I say know, ibrahim as well yeah we say ibrahim oh, okay and then when it's i've noticed like um in more formal settings maybe if the person's from a different region mm. not somali i've noticed they like to especially like Asians for example they they tend to pronounce their own name Ibrahim mm. so when I'm around my Somali cousins it's more like Ibrahim because that's how they yeah. used to saying it. that is actually I remember one time I used to say Ibrahim and then they like no my name's Ibrahim and I'm like oh okay <laughs> sorry <laughs> it's my so bad
1: so yeah now that I think about it I think that Ibrahim is a um or that Ibrahim is more of a uh I hear it a lot, com- like, from the African type of... Mm, mm. Like, because I'm even thinking, like, even Yoruba, we don't say Ibrahim. We say Ibra... Yeah, Ibra... Ibra. There's there's a little, like, a stretch. Ibrahim. Ibra. Yeah. Mm. <laughs>
3: Ibrahim.
1: Yeah. Ibra. Yeah. They butcher everything. I thought
0: it was, like, a Northern Nigerian. <laughs> yeah. <That's-> <laughs>
2: <laughs> they butcher everyone. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we're going to chat a little bit about um, the topic of losing faith today and how we navigate that, you know, with ourselves, our friends, our family, those close to us, and how we as a Muslim community can, you know, better um, support those that are struggling with um, the deen and faith and spirituality in general, yeah. So... Guys, have you have any of you ever been in a situation where someone close to you is obviously like struggling with faith, going down the wrong path, and like how have you navigated that and like helped them or support them or advise them? Because it's a difficult one.
1: It's not what I want to say. Is not an answer to your question. <laughs> You're gonna annoy me. <laughs> what are you gonna What are you gonna say? <laughs> no, I was just going to say that we, like, when having this discussion, I think it's important that we make note of the fact that a lot of the time we feel like because we have a faith, that means that we can't lose faith, if that makes mm, sense. That's that very true. Or like, oh, because you're a Muslim, oh, I've got the deen, so mm. I never lose faith or lack spirituality and all of that kind of stuff and that's why you that's kind of like why we find a lot of people um going astray because it's like we don't understand that you yes you can be a muslim but at the end of the day you can still lose faith at some point in your life it doesn't necessarily not make you a muslim anymore it doesn't take you out of the fold of Islam, just because you've lost faith, that doesn't make you a kafir or anything, but it is something that can definitely happen to you, and it definitely does happen to uh, mm. a lot of Muslims if we're being completely honest. I also just quickly searched up just to make sure what I'm saying makes sense the definition of faith, which mm-hmm. is complete trust or confidence in someone and something. Obviously, for us, it would be in Allah. Okay. Um so yeah like I don't like if we're speaking of it from like a logical aspect I don't think losing trust in Allah takes you out of the fold of Islam or doesn't make you a Muslim anymore which is what I feel like a lot of people kind of get confused with when we talk about losing faith they think oh yeah if you lose faith then you're no longer a Muslim no that's not actually how it works on my opinion in my mm-hmm. opinion anyway but um yeah i just thought that would that like we should kind of set that as the yeah foundation but my dear what was your question
0: yeah i was just asking like how have you if you've been in that position like how have you helped or supported or advised someone in um trying to get them back onto the straight path because I know for me personally when I've seen friends or anyone close to me that has kind of started to do things that aren't you know right in the in Islam or whatever, it's been I don't know, I don't want to like approach it in a self-righteous way or in a um it i I feel like it's something that needs to be approached in a sensitive manner. And I feel like you see for example like the way especially like now with like social media and the digital age and everything you see like if someone posts a picture of them, like especially Muslim women, like say a Muslim woman posts a picture of herself with like her hair, like coming out of her hijab or whatever, you know, it's, it's that instant demonization and like all these comments coming. And it's just like, is there not a nicer way and a better way to have these conversations and to engage people and yeah, better people. I went, on so many different tangents there but that was kind of where mm. i was going with this
3: i just feel like when it comes to losing faith it's like where is the limit where it's like okay i lost faith mm. because when it comes because um with the definition putting trust in someone or a person in this case a lot like when you're going through hardships is it that you've lost trust or is it because you're so focused on the hardship that you're going through, you don't have time to actually sit there and evaluate if you actually still have that same trust when you're going through that trial?
2: Mm, like, I it's guess. a shaky one
3: because don't know where is the limit. Because for me, in terms of losing faith, it's like, okay, when you've completely stopped praying. There's other things where it's like, okay, you're deviating, sure. I don't know. The benchmark then- depends.
0: It's interesting you say that because I feel like there's a lot of people that don't pray, but they have the faith, if you get me. Yeah. It's just like the actual physical act of prayer. They just haven't quite instilled that in their lives yet. So mm. that's a good point, actually. Like how do we where where do we draw the line and, and Can you actually say that
1: though? Can you like What say what? I mean I mean, yeah, you can say it, but I think what I'm trying to ask her is if it's actually possible. Because if we're speaking from an Islamic perspective, we know how big Salah is. Yeah. So like, okay, yeah, you don't like, you can't actually completely have faith without Salah. Like, you might believe in Allah and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's that's fine. A lot of people do and don't pray. But the actual, like, essence of faith in Islam, it kind of goes hand in hand with Salat. So you can't really have the full picture of faith but then not have Salat. I think when it comes to, like, when Amina was asking about, like, um, what did you say? Did you say where's the benchmark or something along the yeah. lines? I yeah. I it's very different for everyone, in and um, yeah, I feel like it is, it's very, very different for everyone because some people it might be that, yeah, you know what, they've reached the stage where it's like they're going through it so much, they no longer see the essence in salah anymore. Some people it's like they're going through it so much, they no longer see the essence in wearing hijab, but they're still praying salah. Some people it's the full, I'm going blow like some people it's. I, 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 I still see the essence in Salah. I'm still praying my salah, but I mean I, I don't know. This girl <laughs> Anyway guys. Um, but yeah, and some people it's like, oh like I'm still praying my salah, I'm still doing this, but they turn turn to other things for kind of comfort, they turn into alcoholism and all of that kind of stuff Mm. so I feel like it's very different for um, I think it's very different for everyone, I think to actually answer your question of how do you help, like whether it's a friend or family or whoever it is, I think that's always something that I've found very very difficult in a sense where it's like what can I actually tell you that you're willing to hear? Because a lot of the time when you do want to tell them stuff like, oh, you know, be patient, sabo, it's all very cliche to them. Do you know what I mean? So one thing that I have actually learned is rather than, and it's a bit of a, like a bittersweet situation in a sense, it's like rather than trying to find the right words to tell them and help them, i actually i've learned to understand that allah guides and misguides whoever he wants Mm. and there's nothing any of us can do about it like there's actually if allah says this person is going to go upon the road of misguidance then that's what that's exactly what allah has decreed for them and nothing you do can do will do should do won't do will bring them back unless allah says it's time for them to come back sort of thing. So I guess that the best thing you actually can do for someone is um well I find is always dua number one. And then I guess sometimes like it's just supporting them with with the current journey that they're on. So rather yeah. than trying to take them on a new journey, support the actual journey that um yeah, support the actual journey that they're on because at the end of the day, nothing in life is a coincidence and everything is by the kader of Allah. So if they're on a specific journey, they were meant to be on that journey. So rather than trying to find new directions, well, I, I personally that's kind of that's kind of like how I help my mates anyway. Um, I, I I yeah I just believe help them on the journey that they're actually on. And yeah, kind of add Allah into it one way or the other because I always believe, oh, sorry guys, Um, you're always where you're meant to be sort of thing, like nothing is ever a mistake sort of thing. So um, yeah, I don't really think it's about sending them hadiths and Quran verses and Mm -mm. and all of that kind of stuff, which a lot of people tend to do. Um, Sometimes you just have to, sometimes you actually, when it comes to this faith thing, sometimes you've got to leave
3: people to figure it out. 100%.
1: That's
3: one thing I've learned. I think sometimes I take into consideration what is it that could be affecting their faith? Because Mm -hmm. say there's someone that was on it for time and then all of a sudden it's like a sudden 180. Mm -hmm. Then to me, that's like, okay, something's triggered this. What was that? Yeah, It could be something that's happened in their life, I don't know, family, relationship, whatever it is. So then now it's not a matter of, oh, it's just the faith now. Now it's like, okay, there's something that's caused this. So the root issue is that life situation rather than, oh, I just decided to wake up one day and not care or <laughs> not have any faith anymore. So it's just maybe tackling that part and then helping them see the connection. Because I feel I feel like a lot of Muslims say like, oh, yeah, Allah will put you through trials and this and that. But until they actually feel it, I feel like sometimes we underestimate it.
2: Yeah, because you actually
3: never know like what you'll put be put through because it's very easy to say, Oh yeah, Allah will put you through more than what you can bear, what you can bear, um, until you're actually being put through those tests in that time where you feel like everything's crumbling on you and you feel like oh I can't see a way out right now. Um it's only in hindsight that you think, oh yeah, you know what? God doesn't put you through what you can't handle. Yeah. But in that moment you can't see that, or the person can't see that. So that goes back to the whole trusting, like what does the trust part mean for some mm-hmm. people? Because I feel like that links to having tawakul. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. that's something that's not emphasised a lot amongst Muslims. Like we mm-hmm. focus on other aspects, which is fine, but I feel like a lot of us don't actually understand the true essence of tawakkul and yes. what that actually entails. And I think that's why some people, it's very easy to get rattled, or shaken by what life can bring you, and that does affect people's faith. So for me, it's like when I've seen friends in that situation, I try to get to the root of what could be causing that, because sometimes it has nothing to do with the deen. It's literally just their life. Um, True. So I try to just, like, still be normal around them, but still occasionally bring it up, like, okay, what's happening with you, like, without coming across, like, okay, you need to do X, Y, Z. Because sometimes they don't want the solution yet. Well, they're not ready for that solution yet it's just more That's of true. they're just going through a phase but it's a weird one because you don't know how deep it actually is until they tell you so sometimes yeah. it's just between them and Allah so
0: it really is I think um I remember once I feel like I think I I can't remember if it was in a I think it was in a recording session and I once mentioned something and I remember Khadija you said to me and I remember this kind of rattled me for a little bit because I was saying something about like a loved one and then you said to me and I said oh I don't really want to talk to them about it because at the end of the day they know what's right and wrong in Islam like I'm not going to sit there and you know tell them things that they know and you said um but how, but how much do you really care for them if you're not going to talk to them? I remember I sat there for a long time, like, and it, and I took it away with me and I was like, oh, does this mean like I don't care for them? Like maybe I should talk to them, blah, blah, blah. But then what I found was it was actually my actions that helped that person. And it was, I feel like sometimes that's, it's not me saying your, what you said, Kadida, was wrong or whatever, but I'm just thinking, I'm just like, um, explaining the thought process but I remember like once I put more emphasis in my actions around them that I then noticed a change in their behavior and a change in how they were going about things and I feel like that really affected them positively so I think sometimes there's such an emphasis on the words that actually sometimes it could just be the smallest of actions that really really Mm. helps that person and brings them back and um
2: yeah yeah I heard that yeah
0: but it's a tough one because you never want to like overstep on someone and make them feel and sometimes it's like okay if you say something are you then gonna pull them further away because you know you know how we can all be like if someone says something and you just you want to get like yeah I don't know where I'm going with
3: this. And it's a weird one because you have your flaws too as a Muslim. Mm. So then they can turn around and be like, oh, but you do this. Or but you do that. Exactly. And it's like, that's not the point right now. I can see you're slipping (laughs) a little bit. And I'm just trying to care about you and just, like, (laughs) nudge you a little bit. Like, hey, girl, what you doing? Yeah. But it's a a sticky one, especially when you know you've got your flaws and they probably know your flaws too as a friend or whatever. Exactly. So it's like, you know, how do you get... Get away from that awkwardness because they're just thinking, Who am I to judge? It's a weird one because it's like you know you have flaws and you don't want to come across like you're looking down on them. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. I don't know. It's a tight one because you know yourself. So then you think, Does that make you a hypocrite? Yeah. Does it not? And then if it makes you a hypocrite, what kind of Muslim are you? And it just becomes like a whole circle thing. And then you just, at the same time, you're watching your friends spiral.
0: Isn't it that so, the first in hellfire are the hypocrites?
3: Yeah, just... Yeah. You know, I mean, like, say, okay, I'm advising you on something when I should be advising myself on something I need to work on. So exactly. how does that look like to God?
0: There's some things that I feel like are easier to approach, but then at the same time, it's still kind of difficult to approach because you don't know how they're going to, like, come back at you. So is there, like, a a way that you would mm. approach, like, the greater, like losing faith aspect and then like the little like okay she's on the straight path and everything but there's one thing that she's done that's not right or i think
1: i think for me it's not necessarily a matter of um what you're addressing cuz i don't think that that actually matters i think what actually matters is how you're addressing it mm-hmm. and i know like when it comes to me and my I address the small things exactly the same way I address the bad things because at the end of the day um addressing is addressing like whatever you're addressing if wrong is wrong do you get what I mean so whether it's big or small wrong is wrong at the end of the day so I don't think it's necessarily about what you're addressing I think it's more of a how you're addressing it Mm -hmm. and obviously when it like for example, I have quite a few friends that obviously don't wear the hijab, so it makes it harder for me to want to address certain things because of that fear of, oh, wow, well, you're just saying X, Y, Z because you wear hijab. Even though they won't turn around and say that, it's always like, oh, it might be a sport or whatever it is, blah, blah, blah. So like like I said to you that day when I was like well how much do you really care about said person if you don't feel like you want to bring it up sort of thing it's kind mm. of like what I've told myself and I realized that I don't really so when when if I do feel like a friend like I need to kind of like oh like you know like hmm I'm, girl you need to stop it I'm not <laughs> gonna do it I do it. Okay. I it's not like I don't have like an actual sit down like oh you know I feel like you should yeah. do boom 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 I kind of like just slip it in here and there when we're having like general conversations about anything and let's say like for example um a friend that drinks so it's like I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on the podcast I never said who anyway but anyway a friend that drinks I mean um, peop-
0: Muslim people are drinking out here so
1: yeah. and they'll be like oh, <laughs> um, they like oh, let's say we all want to go out to eat like oh um yeah but don't worry I won't be getting any drinks because I know Khadija's gonna be there or this this that and then I'll probably reply with something like well if you can like ban like oh well if you can stop because I'm going to be there you can stop when I'm not going to be there or mm. something like just something like that so it's not direct like oh my days you need to stop drinking it's just more of a or like if I see a little snap I'd be like mm, is that what you're doing yeah okay mm. you look like you had fun you know like <laughs> and so you.
0: that's me I M- 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 just keep tapping like. through <laughs> 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 i just keep jumping through
1: i didn't see (laughs) it i think that's what i'm saying it's more of a it's more of the the approach it's not necessarily what you're addressing yeah it's how you're um it's yeah it's more of how you address it and i think that's one thing that as a community we don't know how to do, and I see like a lot of people always say on Twitter. Oh, if you want to advise someone, just DM them. It's so funny because there's one girl that always tweets it. If you want to advise someone, DM them. This, this, that, blah, 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 blah. And the other day, I saw that she thought so she she quote tweeted a tweet that she didn't like, and I was thinking, but you could have just DM the girl, no? <laughs> 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 big telling everyone to DM. So your DM button broke. What's going on? Hello. Um, but DM. yeah. I, I feel like that's something as a community that we need to work on, how to kind of advise without making the person feel like we're attacking them. 100%. Because a lot of the time, even if that's not our intention, that's how it's going to come across because yeah. our God has given us guilt. If you're speaking to someone that still has guilt in them, they're automatically going to be defensive, regardless of what you're... Even if you tell it to them as softly as like, oh, you know... I think they're automatically going to be defensive just because not because they don't understand what you're saying but because they still have guilt. So I think uh deliverance is is way more important than the actual thing that we're delivering. How are we how are we delivering how are we delivering it, you know? Like you won't go and put a bloody glass bottle into a paper envelope and then put it into someone's post box, it's gonna smash. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, you know, you know, I get
0: you. It's yours. a very interesting analogy. <laughs> it's just
1: such a random way You know, first class, exactly. Like, you want it to get there fast, so you're doing first class. Before <laughs> when it gets into the person's house, the glass is all shattered. You don't do that. You'll put it in a box. <laughs> His
3: Hermes is going to get dashed on the roof anyway. So. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's it probably not even going to get delivered. You know? No. Um, you'll wrap it up. You'll put it in little, mm. a little poppy poppy. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you'll put it in a box. And you'll get it sent off. Signed for. You know? So it's, it's kind of like the same... um message. the same principle, to be honest. I don't mm. think it's a matter of... Yeah. I don't think it's a, um, a matter of what you're trying to advise said person on. I think what what's really important is how we're advising. And I feel like, like you said rightly, the best form of advisement is that in English? Advisement. It's a bad word. Advice,
3: advice, advice. Let <laughs> me <laughs> <laughs> wrecking my brains there for a second.
1: <laughs> I was like Advice. Yeah, yeah, advice. advice. advice
0: I was like, advisement no. kind of sounds real, but I don't think it is. It
1: does. No, But yeah, the best the best form is 100% through um, action. 100%. Mm. 100%. And if you are going to use words, like the type of words that you're using, so rather than, oh, have you prayed? <laughs> or why don't you pray? It's more of, a, if I'm speaking to my friend, oh, I'm going to pray. Yeah. Oh. Be right, I'm going to call you back when I finish reading Quran. Okay, I to say exactly like, like Quran. <laughs> Hint, hint, <laughs> nudge, nudge. You know, yeah, like, you know exactly, like, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, it's, it's little, like, little stuff yeah. like that, like, oh, so like, oh, let's go. Out t- no, I'm going to try them fast tomorrow.
3: <laughs> Does it come in slow motion?
1: Pardon? does it come with slow motion yes it does it's a full package. <laughs> oh God. you know um so yeah it's kind of it's not like a oh like why aren't you fasting or why didn't you pray or you should read quran more It's like a, oh you know what like a i read the quran today mm. and the ayah was so good and you know um i think there's something yeah I mean, also, yeah who are a lot of guys? A lot of guys. So a lot of misguides, a lot of misguides. That's true, but yeah,
3: I think just empathy. Just have empathy like behind every person's situation, because you never know. It could be you. Every it's time true. you say, you "Never could be," it could never be me. Go to turn around and be like, "Hmm." One let's day give you this might stop washing your and- bum. And that's it. <laughs> Why are you so fixated on this bum situation? The thing is that, yeah, I don't even, is it, what pushes you over the edge to finally get rid of that bucket? Is it the dean, Or is it the laziness? That's or what or I want to just... know! <laughs> I just want to know. <laughs> shaitan. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, but does Shaitan really like, yeah, yeah leave the skin mark this she- time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> What's yeah, Because I'm pretty sure Shaitan cleans himself as well. I
2: don't know. So
1: I he, honestly
2: wouldn't
1: know. not stay looking it. fire. I just like <laughs> <you>. <laughs> what I find funny about this sort of people is they forget that Shaitan is an actual believer. It's not like it's not yeah. that Shaitan does not believe in Allah. Shaitan yeah. believes in Allah, Lord. But he's managed to time you to not do it, and you've gone against his tunes. You know what it is for me? Yeah? I think it's completely different when you're not muslim and you have different faith that i understand do Mm. your thing yeah yeah yeah? for you as my religion for me as my religion for you is is yours do your do your thing by all means but it's when you leave yeah what i believe is the best religion in the world and then you now have the audacity to open your mouth and do (laughs) youtube videos about why I left Islam, Subhanallah. I don't feel sorry for you. You're ripping the. Have you seen? Have you guys seen it? The, the yeah like, and he's ripping the Quran on YouTube. He yeah, he's the Quran. Yeah. page pad page. I want
0: to yeah. understand what possesses it, you. When to I, do I see that. stuff
1: like that, it's like yo, Subhanallah, like that is crazy. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm in Hello? two
3: minds about that because I I'm get exposing, it. It's outrageous. It's but with some people, they've had a very terrible upbringing. They've not had a good experience. Um, with some people, they haven't had a good experience when they're in an environment where it's supposed to be a practicing environment. Yeah. So they've had a very negative relationship with the Islam that they're exposed to. So if some people, it's like they're lashing out. It's still not right. But with some people, I'm kind of like, I I don't agree with what you're doing, but I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be out here shutting you down kind of thing because I can see it's coming from a place of pain and anger and whatever. Then you've got some that are just taking the piss. So... (laughs) I don't know. It's just... Yeah. No, I agree with
0: you on that. With, like... Because some people's relationship... I, I, I can't remember if we've said this on the podcast before or if it's... Or we've had this discussion offline. But, like... I feel like there's a lot of people that grow up with Islam as like a punishment almost like the way their parents teach it. And so when you grow up with Islam like that, I can, I can kind of understand why you would have such a skewed vision Mm -hmm. as to what the religion's about. And, you know, if you've, if you've grown up with something that's constantly restricting you and, you know, not allowing you to live your life, like, you know, the other people around you, I can, I can almost understand it, but it's, yeah, it's that kind of, like, brazen, like, public display of it almost in a... I mean, obviously, like, you know, talk about it and talk about your experience, absolutely, but it's the it's the stuff, like, the ripping of the Quran that I just... Yeah, that's too forget. extra,
3: like, what the I, hell is that?
0: I'm, like, because the thing is, like, you would never, like, I would never ever be possessed to go and rip any other mm-hmm. holy book on youtube why that's my that's actually my question why also did you not have anything better to do with your time
3: i feel like some people it just rages them so much yeah they feel like any sort of act against um a religion or a community just to get that reaction i feel like they might chase that adrenaline that comes with them feeling like they're finally broken free from whatever it is they feel like was restricting them i feel like it comes from that I don't, I'm just like, you want to move mad? You go move mad, innit? It doesn't change the fact that the deen is here, it. It's true. <laughs> I'm at the point where it's like, it's true. It's good. It's true. Add revenue for you, I guess. Pay your bills, Dee.
1: You? I think it just, I think ultimately, it just reminds me of all the verses in the Quran that that, that literally says, Allah guides and misguides whoever. Yeah. He. Turner of hearts. Like, that's, that's the why. That is the actual why. Like, there's no other there is no mm-hmm. other why. Like, even Surah Bakr Allah says that it's not the hearts that are blind. It's not the eyes that are blind, it's the hearts. And yeah. I feel, like, I feel like that's all, that's one of my favourite eyes because it always reminds me, like, the moment you shut your heart out from Allah or from the deen, silly stuff like that, makes sense to you. Literally, like, it absolutely makes sense to you. But it's so crazy. It's actually so crazy how all it takes is for Allah to just go. Yeah. And that's why I always say that we don't see the blessing. The fact that we can think about Allah is in itself, in it, is in itself a blessing from Allah, because there's many people that wake up every day and not once do they think about Allah. And to me, I'm so, that is crazy. Like how wild. that is so. And then you get people that used to think about Allah. Yeah into ripping the quran oh yes. you boss man whatever you get <laughs> you deserve it guys it was lovely speaking <laughs> with you all keep a look out on the page for our next mini social event we do have something coming up at the end of the month i believe i don't know oh. what's going on i can hear no i can hear your mum. <laughs> Oh, you can hear my mum. Well, I guess everyone else is going to hear her too. Yes, that's Mommy Kadija. You know what? Let's just end this. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.